Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Uh huh. So this is Rako Johnson on the Share Chair Podcast. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Rako. How's school? Easy. Is <laughs> it? Yeah. What well, makes it that? What do you mean? Well, I've been taking a lot of college classes since my sophomore year, so I've only had really had two classes here each year ever since, which has made it. I've had senioritis since I was sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> senioritis since you were sophomore. How's that so work? Well, a yeah. lot of people wouldn't say that's easy, taking college classes since you were a sophomore. What? How did you get on that track? Like, t- tell me about that. Well, I took, like, I did Kumon, which is, like, this mm-hmm. math thing when I was really young, and I just, I just loved it. I don't know why. So I did, like, you're supposed to do one packet a day. I started doing, like, six. In like a year, I surpassed my older sister and my brother, and I got this gold star. And when I was about, when I was in third grade, I got this certificate and like this prize, and I was the top five ch- like children in the nation for Kumon, but they said like math and stuff. So I that's why I came to Spring Lake because I went to North Muskegon, and there's only like there's only two AP classes there. Mm-hmm. So was math one of them? No, they only had um, pre-calculus. So okay. my first year here, I took it with Mr. Higgs, yeah. AP Calc. Yeah. And then ever since then, I just have been doing math classes. So what are you take? Okay, so what are you taking then at the at the college level? And then are you actually so couple part question? Then are you actually going to those schools, or are you just doing online? Or so yeah, so I take classes at Grand Valley on the campus, mm-hmm. and I'm take I've taken. I've achieved a math minor already, mm-hmm. so cool. I've taken all the way up to Calc 3, and then differential equations, communicating in math, and then all these computer science and statistics classes. So you're looking to go into math? Then? Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking to go into? Um, so I got accepted into the business school at NYU. At NYU. Okay. Yeah, so... And is that happening? Yes. Okay. So the thing that stinks is that I'm going to go into college with 48 credits from Grand Valley. Yeah, maybe. And none of them are transferring. No. Right. Like, not even. Right. AP, so I'm taking AP Econ because I took it because I was like, I want to go into the business school. And if I got whatever I got on that AP test, it won't transfer. Even that, yeah. Mm-hmm. NYU wants you to yeah. do it all through them, huh? Mm. Yeah. So what, um, what, what's the long-range vision here? My dream job would probably be to work for Google. Yeah, cool. That's right. I love numbers. I love analytical things, so like number crunching. I think it's analytical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love number crunching and like I just love solving problems. Like if someone would be like, "Hey, help me on my homework," and if it's like algebra and stuff, not graphs. I hate graphs. <laughs> if it's algebra, I'll be like, "Yeah, I'll do it for uh-huh. sure." Um, but I kind of want to go into computer science, which is. So at NYU, I'd either double major with computer science or do a minor because I just love computer science because I know that there will always be something there because computers are going to eventually take over. But computers can't program themselves, you know, so. Mm -hmm. So you're very into the analytical side of that. Is there a creative side to Rachel Johnson? No. I took art classes and I was like, I have no idea how I got an A in this. It's just like a blob of whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not, okay, so that's not entirely true. Now, 
this might be bending what creativity mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But I've seen you play basketball. <laughs> I mean, I think you're pretty creative on the court. Would you agree or no? I'd like to think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd hope so. Yeah, I like creating plays, and I like... I loved having Remy and I loved having Kelsey in there because they were so dominant and they were so easy because they were so tall to get them get them the ball because I would just have to like literally lob it and they'd get it. <laughs> yeah, that's you it. You know, yeah, that does help. <laughs> so just like last week, two weeks ago, you mm-hmm. broke a big record. Yeah. What one? The career scoring record. For Spring Lake, Spring Lake girls I basketball. Think, yeah, for girls. I think uh, congratulations are in order for that then. <laughs> yeah, that's Thank a big you. deal. You've been playing. So what does that mean to you? God, it, it was. It's like important. It means a lot to have, but it kind of like doesn't isn't registered. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sure. Sense? That totally makes sense. Yeah. So as a senior, you're leaving next year, and you've been this incredible student and an incredible basketball player. What is this legacy that you want to leave behind? I mean, kind of the, not really the basketball part, I would say. I would say I kind of want to be remembered as just an all-around person, I think, in terms of, because I don't, when people say, like, wow, you're this math geek, it's kind of like, no, I'm not. And if someone's like, wow, you're this star basketball player, it's kind of like, no, I'm not. Because I feel like there's a lot more to people than, so what else? No, so what else is it. there about you? Because I think it's really easy. Actually, I love that perspective. Yeah. I think it's really easy to be like, oh yeah, Reiko, the math student, or Reiko, the basketball player. So what else makes you you? I don't want to be remembered as just a math geek, or just basketball player, but a math geek basketball player. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fair that's enough. That's a pretty intense duo, though. I mean, yeah. What? Are, how about regrets? Any regrets of how you did high school? So when I was littler, I love like because I was always in class with upperclassmen, so I would always hang out with them, and I never really hung out with my grade. And I, I was really surprised coming into this year that I like had people to hang out with because I always blew them off to go hang out with the upperclassmen. So I think I kind of wish I spent more time in the school because I, and I rarely had like, was here for lunches or any of the regular high school things. And I only went to like one homecoming assembly and I've never been to any really assemblies because I've always been gone. How has that impacted your relationships or my experiences? I think it's made me more mature in a way because I've always had to and to keep from getting hazed in my classes. I would have to pretend I was like 22 because <laughs> one class I had, I told them my age right off the bat because it slipped and then they just hazed me every day since mm-hmm. in like kind of a joking way. But You're saying in a, in a college class, In a college class, class you yeah. said. And when I was a freshman. I got blown to bits. Mm-hmm. Do you have advice for someone who has been um, labeled as one thing and wants to be seen as something else? That's a good question. <laughs> as you said, you kind of have been. Well, because, okay, this side note, because I always like, 
when I was a freshman and I was a sophomore, I was, was labeled as like this cocky, arrogant, you know, remember? <laughs> this cocky, arrogant piece of that. And like, I've been trying to like, not be labeled as that. It's kind of about how people perceive you and your actions, I guess. Because I've been trying through sports with my attitude on the game, during the game, I mean, and like around the halls to not be so, I don't know, I didn't answer that well. And now you said you've tried to work on that. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? How do you, how does one how work on, on yeah. changing perception? Well, not per well, or changing, yeah. or changing, or changing, or, or have you changed? Yeah, the I was very cocky, right? Okay. And it's kind of like, I got to a point and I realized, like, I'm not always going to be this standout. Someone in life's always going to be better at something than you, at multiple things than you. So I was like, I'm just going to keep facing, like, denial, and I'm going to be upset about being beaten if I don't work on my pride issue. So I've been trying, well first I had to change the perception of like how I perceive myself and then when that happened I just tried to make others believe it as well. I when guess. did that, was there a moment where you're like I need to change <laughs> or was it just like hmm I don't actually like being called arrogant or cocky? Or... I would say it was a physical moment where it was kind of like eye-opening it was kind of like, like, you know, when you do bad on a test or you don't do something well and you thought you were going to kill it. And it's kind of like, wow, maybe I'm not here. Mm -hmm. I'm like here. <laughs> what was that moment for you? It, there was one time in basketball, I was reading this about the thing about this girl who was like my age and they were like doing all these stuff and they're getting all these things. And I was like, you know, I'm never going to be as good as her. You know, I'm 5'2", she's 5'9", and she's faster, and she's a better shooter. And I was like, basketball's not my life. And then in school, it was kind of like, I was looking at these MIT people and all their things that they have they've accomplished. And I was like, you know, they're so much smarter than I am, and I act like I should be up there with them. And I was like, I can't mm -hmm. do this on either side. I kind of stopped. Has that been the right move? Yeah, Why? I think it has been. Well, in terms of basketball, when I was a freshman, I was kind of like all about my stats. I was so, and I was so obsessed with like how I looked. Like, I would come out of the game and be like, "Oh, I hope this reporter's like interviewing me and stuff." And it was so stereotypical—not stereotypical, but like I cared about the perception and like the glory and all this, but then, like this year, I, all I really care about is how we do. And like, that's kind of, I knew that I've changed because when I broke the record, I was kind of like, I don't really care, you know? Cause it's an individual stat and it doesn't really affect anyone else on the team. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.